The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Good morning, Southwest Florida. Here we go. Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air for Sunday, August 16th. My name is Danny Clayton, a very busy show, so let me introduce our guys. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. Good morning. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Derek. And what a run it's been. You know, we're now 100 days into this rally, and it has been phenomenal, Derek. Yeah, it's the best 100-day rally we've had in history, up 51% from the March 23rd low. Certainly a rally that, that surprised many people as the economy has continued to struggle while the stock market continues to advance. Yeah, that's right. And of course, there is so much that goes into it. Obviously, there was a huge uh, downdraft, but then the Federal Reserve came in and they really put more stimulus into the economy than the GDP went down. So there's no question that the Federal Reserve and the economics of of the U.S. government put stimulus back in, and that was part of the fuel on the fire. Yeah, they did. In fact, you know, one of the figures that astonished me from the second quarter was we saw that personal income was up 7% at a time when GDP was down 33%. So that gives you some sense of, of the magnitude of what the federal government and the monetary authorities accomplished. And that ties into consumer confidence. We saw consumer confidence numbers certainly getting better up to almost 73 versus an expectation of 71. And just anecdotally, we were talking off the air about car sales, and and they are uh, amazingly up as well. Yeah, car sales have done well. Uh, We've also seen a a V in consumer spending to to the point that we're almost back to where we were pre-COVID. So generally speaking, the economy right now is in a much better place than it was certainly in March, April, and May. And the question is how sustainable it is and at what level. That's right. And then we talk about, obviously, valuations of individual equities. We were just completing earnings season, and it was much better than what we expected. It was one of the better earnings seasons we've had in the the past several years. Over 80% of companies uh, beat estimates on the bottom line, uh, 70% on the top line. The the aggregate surprises on those estimates was very high at 21%, so that's a big number. Uh, but I would I would caution investors, though, that while the earnings season was good, we were still down 32% on a year-over-year basis, which is only expected to slightly improve in the coming quarters, down 23% is the estimate for Q3, uh, down 12% for Q4, until we start to return to positive growth in the first quarter of 2021. Yeah, so I needs some clarification because that was a lot of information. There was, certainly was a downdraft in earnings, and there's no question that they went down. They were expected to go down. 43%. They went down 32%. But of what was expected out of what the companies told us, that's what was better than what they told us. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and essentially, you know, what we're dealing with right now is we're dealing with very low interest rates 
an economy that is improving, and that's typically what investors like to focus on. They don't necessarily care what it, whether it's absolutely good or bad. What they want to care about is whether it's better or worse than expectations going in. Yeah, so is it getting better? That's exactly right. Now, we're heading into, obviously, a tricky time of the year. Not only is it during the summer when we've seen lower volume, but we are just getting into an election period, and that could cause volatility over the next 90 days. That's that's typically the pattern you see. And right now, you know, the polls are suggesting that the president is closing the gap, although he's still apparently behind by any number of polls. But I did notice that the polling data now is compares very is, is very closely akin to what we saw in 2016 with Trump losing by about 8%. Uh, but who knows what, what the pollsters will, will ultimately come to. But generally speaking, that can lead to volatility. You hear about policy prognoses that people extrapolate and assume they're uh, forced into legislation, and that can have an effect on the markets in the short run. If we can help navigate between here and the end of the year, the end of the year and beyond, because I'll tell you, folks, the plan that you had, if you had one eight months ago, needs to change. Conditions have changed just too much. Head to our website. It is AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Begin the process of getting that free portfolio analysis from a fee-only fiduciary. We're going to be back. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary. And we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? 2020 is supposed to be such a nice year. But global pandemic hit, upended everything. Not one aspect of life was untouched, and that includes financial and retirement planning. It nailed everybody in retirement, those on the doorstep of retirement, even those who had retirement on their 10-year horizon. Joining me to talk about this, a teammate at Annex Wealth Management, lots of interaction with Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Deanne. Well, hello, Danny. You do. You talk to a lot of our clients. Let's get back to early 2020. Things were pretty good. Well, they were initially. Now, remember, the Bulls owned 2019. And if you remember, valuations at the beginning of 2020 were beginning to feel a little stretched on the market. And we also started the year with seismic changes changes in the laws for both charitable giving taxes course and retirement the biggest retirement reform in a while pushed through uh, late last year for January start of this year and that has had a large impact on future retirees now we look at the markets in 2020 and yes they started out okay that's true only slightly down in January modest pullback global issues started to hit very beginning of March, remember the Federal Reserve announced an emergency rate cut of half a percentage point in response to the growing academic threat from the novel coronavirus. That move was the first such cut since December of 08 during the financial crisis. It came amid a volatile patch on Wall Street as well. Well, once the bottom dropped, look out below, right? right. So, Dan, this is not a time for inaction. People should consider every aspect of their financial plan in light of these conditions you need to factor in the impact of Secure and Cares Act. Unless somebody's working with a professional, that can be really daunting. 
We have a couple of webinars on the way that will help. They are called Pandemic Proofing Your Retirement Plan. Details on how and when to join in a bit. But, you know, we love these webinars. They're interactive, and there's some key topics worth mentioning. Well, there really are, Danny. Now, you mentioned SECURE and CARES Act. So SECURE Act was that Retirement Act that passed as of January 1st. The CARES Act, of course, was the coronavirus response to the pandemic. And the new laws this year altogether have really created financial planning opportunities for sure. It's changed many people's time frame for their own cash flows, impacted their required minimum distributions, and it's also potentially changed their legacy plans for their heirs. The financial milestones that happen between deciding to retire and then carrying you through all the way through retirement, you know, it's really, Danny, all about the math. And I know I say that a lot, but when looking at your cash flow needs, both your cash flows in and out, as well as your assets and resources available, now what's important is not just looking at this in a vacuum, okay, not just your investments alone. You need to layer on that tax planning, estate planning, legacy planning potentially for the future generation, and, of course, planning those in case of situations like long-term care needs or a transition event. And now, unfortunately, we do have to think about this. We have to layer on the idea of global lifestyle changes due to COVID and the healthcare crisis and however long that impacts, and certainly it's impacting our, our present and our short-term plans, and this will potentially change who we are and what we do in early retirement as well. Oh boy, okay. So the webinar is called Pandemic Proofing Your Retirement Plan, and it's really a glimpse of how Annex really incorporates holistic financial and retirement planning, and not to sound real new agey, but it's more than just picking stocks, putting you in funds, and maybe telling you how to do your taxes. We do the whole enchilada. Yeah, we do. We do. We, we bundle it up for people uh, because you can't really look at anything in and of itself, again, in a vacuum. It really is holistic. Everything impacts the other. And really, it's all about the math. We've got those 80-plus geeks at Annex that love math. And proudly call themselves geeks. <laughs> um, Pandemic Proofing Your Retirement Plan. It's a webinar. We've got a couple coming up. Anybody can join us from anywhere you do not have to be a client for that dan let's talk about the dates so some people can get some stuff on calendar sure it's happening on monday august the 24th this happens at 4 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m central time you can sign up danny at annex wealth slash events and also we're going to have one in late september too and you can go to annexwealth.com and see all our future events listed there you know we've done so many of these webinars everywhere from uh, financial self-defense for women Women to the annuity enigma. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you're listening and you can't wait for a webinar, the webinars are fantastic, but if you have a pressing need, a pressing question on any of this stuff, let us know. Go to the website, click that Get Started button, and let's begin that conversation because sooner rather than later, we think is a better way to go. And you don't even have to come in. We've That's got that advanced technology, Team Tech Trust. We can Zoom with you right away and answer your question virtually face-to-face. -face. Exactly. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. The Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News, joined by Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management in Naples. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Danny. We're going to talk about credit scores, and this is probably something more for your children, maybe even your grandkids as they're starting out, but credit scores, what are they? What are they used for? Are they important? And does somebody need to watch them carefully and react to changes? So we're going to go into basics. Brian, what's the credit score? Well, a credit score is a numerical expression based on analysis of a person's credit files 
represents a credit worthiness of an individual. 90% of the credit bureaus in the U.S. use the FICO score. That originally came from the company called Fair Isaac Corporation. People often ask, what is your FICO score? And that's what they're talking about. Are they important? Yeah, obviously they're important. What folks don't realize is often they're used for things that you wouldn't think of. So the obvious thing is when you're getting a loan, your terms of your loan, interest you pay, that's an obvious choice of when you'd see a lender use a FICO score or credit score. But also insurers, and they're setting premiums for you on auto and homeowners insurance and things like that. That comes into play. Landlords, when they decide who's gonna who they're going to rent their properties to, they're looking for better credit scores than worse credit scores, obviously. Also, folks who get cell phones, there's a promise that you're going to be paying money to them in the future. So the better plans, the better rates on cell phones, credit score comes into play, as well as utilities. You, often a deposit on a utility will base how much deposit you have to pay will be based on your credit score. And then if somebody wanted to know their credit score, how do they do that? If you don't already know, there's three credit bureaus in the U.S., Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And you can go to each one of those directly to get your credit score, or you can use an organization or website called the annualcreditreport.com to do that as well. Yeah, those are good. I think in the past, I've been able to get mine from my credit union. It's tied to my credit card as well. So you don't really need to send away anymore, but those are the three reporting agencies. So it's important to have a healthy credit score. Pandemic has created a number of ways that credit gets affected, like missed payments or maybe a misunderstanding with a lender. What do we suggest people do to maintain that score? communicate. So what you might not know is the CARES Act requires lenders to report to credit bureaus that consumers are current on their loans if they have sought relief and communicated to the lender due to the pandemic. So this means don't skip a payment without contacting your lender or bank. But if you think there might be an issue, definitely be in contact and communicate with your bank. Prior to having an issue, prior to missing a payment is better than after, but banks are encouraged to offer help if you reach out, especially before the first missed payment. We're talking to Brian Fiore, branch director at Annex Wealth Management Naples, talking about credit scores. It's really a good piece that you could share with your kids or even your grandkids. Any idea how often should somebody check their credit score? Previous to this year in COVID-19, uh, it was, I guess, a good, a good rule of thumb was annually, but depending on your situation and what's going on now. And uh, if you suspect anything missing or different, then monthly or quarterly is a good idea now. If you haven't done it this year, then you should in general, and then go from there from what you see. Another step you could take is, if, especially if you don't think you're going to be using credit or needing to sign agreements or contracts for borrowing personally in the near future, you can use fraud alerts or credit freezes. Fraud alerts are a little more temporary. Credit freezes are more permanent, but that protects you from people trying to access your credit without you knowing. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples. He and the team ready to guide you through investment, retirement planning, estate, tax planning, charitable giving, 401k rollovers, and more. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Brian, we can meet in person or online, right? Absolutely. So Naples and Southwest Florida, looking forward to uh, speaking with you. Give me a call online. You can set up a meeting with us, and also uh, we can do it definitely in person. There you go. Brian, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Danny. Good to speak with you. On the way, we'll rejoin Dave Spano and Derek Felsky for 
a wrap-up and a look ahead. We're back in 30 seconds. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Throughout the pandemic, we've stayed in the fight and have consistently said, don't let your emotions guide your financial plan. I know seeing your retirement plan come under attack is hard to take. Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for fee-only fiduciary guidance. We can help and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. The time is now. Be ready for what's next. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. We're back. It's time for Ask Annex again. Anytime. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Ask button on Annex Wealth and we will get back to you. In fact, many times when you hear topics that we're talking about, whether it be some of our recent webinars like Win-Win Charitable Giving, Women's Guide to Financial Self-Defense, Saving the Family Cottage, those are really popular webinars. Always get a lot of questions. If you could not attend that and you have a question about that, just reach out to us. Hit that Get Started button. Pandemic-proof retirement planning is coming up on the 24th. How the Secure Act Changes My Retirement on the 25th. The Annuity Enigma happens on uh, two, uh, Wednesday. September 9th. Again, details at AnnexWealth.com. Oh, big preamble. Let's get going with Ask Annex. This first one is from Stanley. What have been the two most frequently discussed topics during your asset allocation meetings? You know, in sitting in a lot of these meetings, Danny, you get people's opinions about what they're hearing on CNBC or where they hear some things at the local grocery store. There's no question that portfolio construction is a main part of how we have conversations with our clients. And Derek, when we talk about portfolio construction, it can go everywhere from risk management to what individual securities we should buy. Yeah, it is. So roughly what every couple of weeks we talk about, you know, our portfolio construction from a top-down basis. You know, what is our equity allocation, fixed income allocation, any use of alternatives. And then we also frequently drill down on those various asset classes, whether it's sector holdings, um, large cap holdings, small cap holdings, fixed income holdings, and a variety of different fixed income vehicles. So that's one of the things we spend the most time on. And then the other thing we're always thinking about is, you know, given this proliferation of indexing and, and the thought that buying the index is the best way to go, we've always thought that we want to have a combination of beta exposure, which is index investing or low-cost investing, but also tactical allocations as well. So we spend a lot of time looking for areas of the markets that we feel offer more opportunity than others. For example, one of the most recent things we did was we add a little bit of exposure to emerging markets because the valuations there are compelling. Uh, many of the countries in Europe have done a reasonably good job containing the virus, and, and the, the long-term positive return expectations are, are much better than U.S. equities at this point. But that may take some time to realize, but we used an active manager we feel can add value. So you think about it, when we're talking about this, it's core and tactical investing. In the core is what Derek is talking about, is what is people's risk parameters. And tactically, around that, if you can imagine some smaller planets around the main planet, that is where we're either adding or taking away. That's the tactical management, and that's what we do on a, on a daily basis. It's Ask Annex. Got a question for us? Head to AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. Next up is from Andy. What should we make of the start and stop U.S. reopening? 
Well, I think that's really what going to be the key to how the stock market performs between now and, and year-end and into 2021. I mean, right now, we heard from New York, they're going to allow the kids to go back to school. You know, will that be successful? What effect will that have on the economy in New York, a big economy, of course? L.A. is doing it slightly differently. Uh, so we have to watch this because, you know, we have had a sharp recovery and we've had any number of people get hired back to work. But if the economy remains sluggish and restaurants are only allowed to operate at 25 percent capacity and you see a similar similar weakness in some of these other areas, the U.S. economy could stall and stagnate, and that certainly would suggest that stocks have probably risen too much given the underlying economic weakness. And Danny, you know, you can just talk about on a local basis, you think about all of the restaurants that have closed already in, in other in institutions, other entertainment venues that just aren't going to open. And that is just imagine that across the country and what effect that could have on the economy. It is Ask Annex. Our next one is from Warren, and it's going to sound like a setup. This just came in a couple of days ago. I'm getting close to retirement, planning on one and a half to two years away. My wife is two to three years away. We each have 401ks, and I have a good sum in profit sharing coming, too. How can you help me roll over these accounts and set up a way to pay taxes on those funds when we retire? I contacted others but feel uneasy with them. Sounds like a setup. That's a real question. Right. And so obviously this is what we do on a daily basis. And when we talk about know the difference, this is really what we're talking about. It's not going to the local stockbroker or the local investment guy that you know. You really have to do this as a complete wealth management delivery. And what I mean by that is we have financial planners, certified financial planners. We have estate lawyers on staff. We have CPAs and tax lawyers on staff. And when you put all that together, then you can have a coordinated attack on how you should handle this, what you should do with your money, and how you can minimize your taxes, because it's so important to do this right. Some of this stuff you don't get a mulligan at. So you have to make sure that you do it right. How do we roll it over? We take that money after we've gone through this entire process. How does it work into your financial plan? How do we keep the cost down? How do we mitigate any taxation? And then we'll send that money to an independent custodian like Charles Schwab or Fidelity. That's something that we do on a daily basis, and that is unlike what our competitors do. And when we talk about know the difference, that is the main thing that we're talking about. And at the end of the day, make sure that you are using a fee-only fiduciary. I underline those words for a reason. Fee-only fiduciary, not someone who can get commissions when they think it's appropriate. Make sure that if they're calling themselves a fiduciary, that they put it in writing. You say that very often, and it is true. That is Ask Annex again, AnnexWealth.com. Either click that Get Started button or look for the Ask button. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And we're back. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button very quickly. Pandemic Proofing Your Retirement Planning happens Monday, August 24th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. How the Secure Act Changes My Retirement on the 25th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Details on all of our webinars at AnnexWealth.com events. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felski is here and Dave Spano.
Thanks, Danny. You know, a lot of people know, don't know, Derek, that back in 99 and 2000, you had the distinction of managing a tech fund. Obviously, that was a tough time to be a tech fund manager in 99 and 2000. But off air, you and I were kind of discussing there was a company back then that's trading right now that did make a lot of noise. Yeah, Cisco Systems. It's a leading network equipment provider. Uh, that stock was one of the darlings of the tech bubble in, that ended in 2000. It was trading at about 80 bucks a share at its high. It's roughly half that level now. So despite the fact that it actually makes more money now than it did then by a, by a wide margin, the stock has never approached those prior highs. And the reason you and I were talking about it is that was the stock that in, in the first quarter of 2000 had an earnings miss, an earnings miss that was discounted by a lot of investors at the time that was subsequently followed by an earnings miss from Northern Telecom. And generally speaking, that was the peak of the tech bubble. And for the next several years, these stocks just got crushed. Since Cisco dropped from $80 to under 10, and any number of other companies did as well. And while I'm not suggesting that Cisco's poor report on Thursday is indicative of what's going to happen to the tech sector in, at, at large, it does suggest that leadership changes over time, and one has to constantly revisit their portfolio and what they hold in order to be in the leaders and not the laggards. Correct. And widely held stocks did make a lot of noise this week as well. In fact, last week, uh, both Tesla and Apple made big news regarding stock splits. Yeah, both of them are going to split their stock. Apple four for one at the end of the month, Tesla five for one uh, next week, uh, primarily because the prices of these stocks have become so high uh, that many investors don't have the wherewithal to buy them. So they figure by lowering the price, that will amplify volume and perhaps even allow for the inclusion of one or both of these names into some of the other indices in which they're not currently registered. In the next 90 days, obviously, has some risks. We highlighted the election. One risk that is possible is a vaccine. That might sound weird, but that is a risk to the market. Yeah, I think in, in order for the S&P, you know, we've talked a little bit about valuation, that we're roughly at about a 20% premium to what the historical valuation has been on the next 12 months of earnings, that in order for the stock market to really have another leg higher here after this enormous advance since March, you're going to need a surprise and a, 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 certainly a vaccine developed quickly and broadly distributed to, you know, people on the front end of the fight against the virus to people that are, you know, more likely to be negatively impacted by it if they contract it. Uh, that could really do some, do a wonders for the markets and I think lead to a significant rotation that would lead to broader participation and higher prices. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer, Dave Spano, President, CEO, Annex Wealth Management. I wish we had more time. We are out. Guys, thanks for the show. We will see you in a week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.